I'm Governor Larry Hogan. Our state is taking unprecedented and aggressive actions in the fight to stop the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic here in Maryland. As you know, I recently issued a stay-at-home directive to ensure that no Marylander leaves his or her home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential purpose. I know how difficult this is on each and every one of you. There's a great deal of fear and anxiety. And the truth is that none of us really know how bad this is going to get or how long it's going to last. But I can promise you that there are a great many dedicated people doing tremendous things, working around the clock, and doing their very best to help keep Marylanders safe. In the days to come, we're going to need to depend on each other, to look out for one another, and to take care of each other, because we are all in this together, and we will get through this together. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Details are slowly starting to emerge about the sudden upheaval at Visit Annapolis and the departure of President and CEO Connie Del Signore. In a memo we obtained that was sent to the Board of Directors, Acting Chairman Gary Jobson shed some light into the situation. On April 3rd, five members of the staff approached the Executive Committee of the Board about issues between, quote, leadership and the staff. Based on that information and that very same day, the executive committee voted to approach Del Signore and give her the option to resign or be placed on administrative leave. They weren't able to come to an agreement, and she was placed on leave. Also on the same day, former chairman of the board of directors, Senator John Astle, tendered his resignation, and that resignation was immediately accepted by the executive committee. Another meeting was scheduled for yesterday, and they were to form a panel to investigate the allegations as well as address any potential separation agreement with Del Signor. The board also has retained a Washington, D.C. lawyer, Benjamin Hahn, who specializes in employment law for guidance. This story is still developing and will be updated. Anne Arundel County has now become the latest county in the area to make protective masks mandatory for shoppers and workers in essential retail stores. Also yesterday afternoon, Charles County issued a similar order. They included public transportation as well. And this sort of follows D.C., Montgomery County, and Prince George's County, as well as the Washington area metro system. In addition to the masks... The executive order signed by County Executive Pittman yesterday limits the customer capacity of stores to 50% of normal capacity, requires that they maintain six feet between customers in checkout lines, make aisles one way wherever possible, clearly mark social distancing restrictions including six-foot separations and one-way requirements on the floor, provide access to sanitary restroom and soap and or hand sanitizer for customers and workers, discontinue all self-service food counters, and they do highly recommend the installation of a physical barrier or shield, plexiglass, heavy plastic sheeting, between cashiers and customers. So if you haven't gotten your mask, either get them ordered or make them yourself. The Maryland State Board of Education met yesterday online, as most meetings are today, but they did not make a decision about whether schools would be open again after the latest deadline of April 24th. 
In a statement after the meeting, they said that they continue to monitor conditions and evaluate on a daily, weekly basis. What did come out of the meeting was a waiver for state testing requirements for high school seniors and also that requirement that schools must have 180 days of instruction. They granted a five-day waiver, so now that is down to 175 days of class time. Anne Arundel County also made some changes to their landfill slash dump regulations in order to keep the COVID virus from spreading. No more than 10 vehicles now are going to be allowed to enter and be present at the county's recycling centers. They do warn that wait times may exceed one hour at peak times and especially on Saturdays. This does apply to the Millersville Landfill, the Northern Recycling Center in Glen Burnie, as well as the Central Recycling Center, which is adjacent to the Millersville Landfill. The Anne Arundel County Fire Department's Fire Marshal's Office has gotten some inquiries about stores blocking entrances and wondering whether that's a fire code violation, and they went to their Facebook page and explained it. They said that the fire code does not require a minimum number of entrances into a mercantile store. Stores are permitted to restrict entrances to a smaller number than normal. However, the required number of exits must remain available to customers. They did note that those exits must be clear of any obstructions and available in the event of any emergency. And if a customer can see a marked exit, they must be able to access that exit without any obstructions. So there you have it. A little bit of an update on the COVID numbers. In Maryland, we currently have 9,472 cases with 302 deaths. And we're on target to probably hit 10,000 cases possibly later today, but more likely tomorrow. Anne Arundel County has 783 with 32 deaths. Now, according to IHME, our peak use of resources in Maryland was on April 11th. So that is somewhat encouraging. We seem to be over that curve that we were hoping to flatten. So I don't know whether we've actually flattened it or just able to deal with it. And ultimately, according to their studies, Maryland is expected to have 595 deaths. Each one of them is tragic and a horrible loss yet it is certainly better than the initial estimates that were released several weeks ago. All right, that does wrap it up for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day for updates on these stories and more. If you are someplace where you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure you let your friends and family and colleagues know about us. If they don't know how to get a podcast, tell them how to get a podcast. Show them your favorite podcast app and teach them how to download it. Other than that, you need to hang tight because we've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's standing by in just one minute. But first, here's a little something from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland. First, I'd like to recognize Governor Larry Hogan and County Executive Stuart Pittman for their leadership through this pandemic as we all continue to adjust to new norms in these challenging times. To be sure, we'll come out of this situation with some permanent changes to our way of life, including the possibility of a greater commitment to a more holistic and sustainable lifestyle. Because of that, maybe now is a good time for you to start thinking about your energy future, including a shift to solar for your home or business. Fortunately, Solar Energy Services utilizes interactive technology tools that allow us to continue to do business safely while providing detailed, accurate presentations and proposals from a distance. So don't hesitate to schedule a free solar design with us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a wasting, but together we'll get through this. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. 
Hey everyone, this is George with DMD Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, April 15th. Yesterday was a nice rebound after Monday's stormy weather, and while today we'll see cool temps in the 50s with a little additional rain in the form of scattered AM showers across Anne Arundel County, it won't be too much to worry about. And the sun will return Thursday, though temps will remain in the 55 to 60 degree range. Four highs with breezy winds before another chance of showers returns Friday, generally in the PM hours lasting into early Saturday with highs again in the 50s, ahead of a return to 60s on Sunday with a small but valid chance of yet even more rain showers for the region before skies clear early next week with near-normal temps in the low to mid-60s. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Whether it's a fire a hurricane, or a virus, Annapolis comes together. We've done it time and time again, because this is a town that gets it, a town that knows how to lift each other up when the world falls down. As we face this new challenge, I encourage our community to come together as we've always done. I'm Steve Samaras from Zachary's Jewelers. I pledge to lend a hand to support my family, my team, my neighbors, and the small businesses in our town. Together, let's do what we've always done. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, eyeonannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.